Hello, this is Jason E. Welcome to the Trading and Ascension podcast. Let me lay down a couple truths and you'll quickly know whether you should stick around or just move on. Within the known but hidden reality of your life is a version of you that is a master day trader, reaching all of your goals. And part of my life's purpose is to guide you through the personal and spiritual growth journey, revealing that version of you directly towards consistent profitability. And we do that on every episode. How? Well, on every show, our time is invested into unveiling transformative insights, the kind that that spark a fire within you and empower you to take immediate psychology-based actions that help you express the best version of yourself. That's boring. You're boring, everybody. Hey, thinking that? Get out of here. <laughs> Look, this is not entertainment. This is going in for goal attainment. Now for today's episode... In today's episode, the season finale, I want to talk about three of the biggest takeaways I've had throughout this season on my my trading and my goal journey. The goal is always, my friends, is to share information that I think can aid others on your path. Some of my, my wins, my failures. So you can either avoid those pitfalls or for those who can only learn from making their own mistakes, you'll recover faster. And they say a, a wise person learns from the mistakes of others. And I wish you that wisdom. I think that's the value of people on the same journey. People ahead of you on the journey or what I consider myself, people who maybe have a different perspective, a different map. On the journey. You know, everything's spiritual for me. I can explore deep into ideas without the threat of, of losing myself. And I can get turned around mentally, no doubt. Um, I actually, I'll talk about that in a bit here in detail. Um, but I prefer solitude and the intangible realm. And maybe it's just, you know, the air sign. You know, I don't know. Uh, I know a lot of people say Aquariuses are are distant and aloof. Um, and I have really grounded people in my life, you know, to balance me out. Um, and I know when they hear, you know, ideas, there's a certain point in which they have to cut off the input. Or they they fight for what was there before that new information came. You know, so they can stay grounded. And I understand this. Um, I have a, a you know person in my life, and when I send them something, immediately they send something back. I'm like, man, you have time to to read that or listen to that. <laughs> but it's you know it's along those same lines. They have to protect themselves from influence, and that's something I'll, I'll talk about as we um, end the show off because I think it's important. I think um, to a certain extent, it's a great quality to have. Um, you know, I tap into that grounded energy of those people around me after I explore the spiritual realm so I can bring back that map and these navigation instructions back to this dimension in the form of connected and relevant action steps. Action steps. You know, because before starting this podcast and and not just in, in, in trading, because trading, there's not to my knowledge, a lot of individuals talking about the, the growth journey, but 
when we talk about personal development, I feel like things are either, you know, some how to's or it's philosophizing. I don't know if that's a word. I think that's a word. Sounded weird coming out. I try to do both. I try to make sure we have that philosophy. We're talking about the intangible, but we're bringing it back to this realm. You know, the navigation of life and journey of trading this season has brought some amazing things into my life. You know, and I say this season, which is, you know, the last 25 episodes counting the day. It's been very interesting. When the the season started, I was coming off the holiday break, you know, and I took a long break. I was building momentum. I've, you know, had some slumps when I couldn't act in my own best interest in the market to the the level of my expectation. I had the the high of getting the $150,000 funding account. Then I I plateaued and things were just kind of steady and stagnant and just moving along slow. So I feel like this season has uh, you know, just this time frame alone has pushed me through this wide range of experiences in this business. And, you know, in trading, we can experience a wide range of emotional and, you know, ex, ex, um, what is the experiences in a short period of time. But it's our mindfulness that allows us to, to gather those teachings and move on and be able to, to be better from them. The mindfulness and awareness that you have is why you're going to move forward swiftly. And that's where that wherewithal comes in that I talked about in the last episode. So today I'm going to share three of the the biggest things as far as takeaways and experience that I've gained while being within the, the time frame of just this season. If you are in any of those stages that I mentioned, building momentum back, uh, huge milestones, uh, moving from there uh, in a slump or a plateau, then this should be helpful, um, maybe even encourage you. Anyone else, um, maybe I'll intrigue you or entertain you and you'll join me again uh, as we move on into season five, um, which will start on May 29th. Um, But don't worry, I'm going to ensure that I ramp up YouTube um, in that in-between time, in that lull, um, while I gather myself and, you know, connect with the guest of next season. So, like we hate to drive through, let's get it in. So, three things I want to share that I believe have kept my my stress low, and and I'm lying, I won't say stress lower, Um, let's just say because stress hasn't been low, uh, things that have kept me moving forward in the business and has also provided me the energy to keep encouraging myself and anyone that I can reach. You know, whatever vision that you have, I believe that you can achieve it. And I truly, I want that for you and not for everybody, but for those that somehow, some way, they fall into the realm of, of hearing my voice or meeting me I want that for those people. I don't think life happens on accident. I don't think the people I I run into are an accident. It's just like if you're playing a video game, all the quests are for you. And I feel like that with my experience on earth. So when I meet you, when we bump into each other, when we talk to each other, when you listen to this, these episodes, I feel like it's me and you. 
I don't feel like, you know, just something moving around in the world. I, I try to own my life experience and you being a part of that is super special to me. And so if you, you know, are, are like me, then you understand a lot of the things I say, and maybe you don't, but I hope you do. But I want the the exponential growth for you. And so a few things. Number one is knowing your learning curve. It's going to be really helpful. Number two is using micro goals. So if you're like me, you're a note taker. Write these down. One, knowing your learning curve. Two, micro goals. And three is it's just staying grounded. I guess sanity is is the best thing for me to call that. Should have thought about that more. You know, I think the people who like things tangible and grounded, like the the friend I mentioned earlier, um, will love that last part of the show where we talk about sanity. Because I know for some people, their sanity can be pushed really easy. So we'll talk about maintaining sanity. And, I, and I'll get right to the point. But if you listen often, you know that that's usually a long wordy path, but uh, I'll try to be as direct as possible today. Um, so first off, your learning curve. And I'll, um, I'll go into the importance of your learning curve and then we'll talk about, you know, how you can find it um, because this has really been helpful for me. It's kept me from quitting many times, not just in trading, but persevering in life in general. I strongly believe this is the reason that a lot of traders give up and quit on the trading journey on their goals and their dreams um, in other realms as well. Knowing your your learning curve is like having a map of self. What I mean is, is that you can benefit from knowing how you receive and how you apply new information. So let me explain. So first, how you find this information and then how to apply it. Now, it's actually easy. However, again, you have to have the awareness to see patterns in your life. Man, I'm telling you, self-awareness, knowing thyself, it, it can be a game changer. So I'm excited to share this with you. So for me, it was one of the, the things in which when it was brought to me, I was like, oh, yeah, duh. But I never consciously thought about it before. I first discovered, you know, my learning curve when I explored human design. And you guys have heard me talk about human design many times. I had uh, one of the master practices or practitioners of human design on a few seasons ago, Karen, uh, in that episode, great episode. And so, you know, a little bit about that before I go in. So human design, it's it's been a life changing. It's been a game changer for me. However, it's a steep learning curve. It's something that you have to, to learn over time. It's real in depth. I've probably you know, been introduced to it over a year ago and I'm still on the very, very basic stuff. And the great thing about human design though, is that it's more about how to best act and react in situations versus, at least that's how I use it, versus other modalities that tell you who you're supposed to be. And that's a big difference for me. Um, because it works really well with what I always promote on the show, which is that scientific method. That's testing things out in your life to see what really works, what actually works for you. So, for example, you might get into some other modality. I don't know, you know, astrology, whatever. I'm just an example, right? And that 
or take a, a personality test. That's a great example. And it says something like, you know, you tend to be sloppy at work and in your life. And then you're like, well, yeah, I was sloppy until, you know, I lost my dream job and my, my cat ate that old hot dog I left on the side of the bed and got seriously sick. Then I changed. And yeah, that's a silly example. But what I'm saying is sometimes things no longer apply when they're trying to say who we are, especially if you're on that growth path and you're striving to be the next version of yourself. You know, I honestly feel like, you know, my feelings of, of inadequacy, it forces me to overcome my limitations to the best I can. So at times I've outgrown some of these innate things that these personality tests or, or development modalities tell me about myself, myself. And also they could be limiting. You know, if, if you read something that says you're a sloppy person, you can start to believe that and really become that or push the, the level in which you were sloppy if you were that before. And so human design is not like that. And I've had people get mad at me and think I'm withholding information because I can't list a ton of flaws. And I can always tell you challenges in my life, what I'm working on currently, what I've worked on recently, but it's hard for me to be like, oh, this is an issue here. And it's because of those feelings of being inadequate, not because I you know, think I'm perfect. And they're like, really, man? Well, I have this addiction and this problem. And I'm like, work on that shit. Like, I'm like, you know, that's why you're here in my life. You know, be honest with me. If you see a, a flaw in me or something I can work on, let me know. So I can validate it and then work on it. I don't understand this is, uh, you know, the this is what's wrong to me, according to my own opinion, and then not working on it. It's different if someone else is like, oh, yeah, this is your flaw. But if you, like, have a self-proclaimed challenge in your life and you're not working on it, that's not self-love. I think that's, you know, self-hate in my opinion. And And, you know, nobody's perfect. You know, we all have things that we have to work on things that we can improve on. And as soon as I find them, I hunt those things. You know, if I, if it, you know, if the uh, personality test says I'm sloppy, I'm supposed to just say, Oh, I, I love me sloppy and all, <laughs> you know, I wish I had the confidence to do that. Like I said, I'm, I'm hunting things to work on, you know? Um, and once I started to set strong goals, and, and get clear mental pictures of my future self, then the obstacle became the way. I'm, I wasn't just running around trying to fix everything. I knew that I had a goal. So the next logical step that had a hurdle could move me forward. I could stop spinning my wheels and get off of that, you know, person development trap. So that's kind of a rant. But my point is, is that you can outgrow some other modalities, but human design, on the other hand, it tells you the best actions in certain situations. And you can try those out to see if they work for you like they did for me, right? Because it worked for my life. It changed me forever in a very positive way. So human design, based on my profile, told me that when I'm not aligned with my best self, I feel frustration, it also told me that my learning style is these explosive growth, plateau, explosive growth, plateau, and so on. So I said, okay. Uh, and I look back at my life and I realized like, man, frustration has probably been one of the most frequent emotions for me on my time on earth. So yeah, that's true. 
Let me look at, you know, some other things. And I was was taken back to things like school, jobs. Uh, and I realized that, you know, when I was in sales, I exploded to the top of the sales board right out of training. Then I plateaued. And at that point, I would either, you know, move on or find another opportunity or just hang out a little bit. And then I'd experience another explosion. So it's like, man, this, this is really, this is really a pattern in which I can find within myself, right? It's not who I am, but it's something that I'm experiencing. So I was able to find enough examples in my life to be like, okay, you know, I can expect to grow fast, plateau, grow fast again. So then I can take my focus to, okay, what should I do? Who should I be to to work through these plateaus and also avoid frustration? And, you know, like I talked about outgrowing modalities, I feel like maybe I can outgrow it. But until I find ways to do that, I can learn to merge with it and work with it. And when things tell you who you are versus how you experience things, you can't really work with it. When something says, oh, you're sloppy, oh, you're a loner, oh, you tend to like this, like you you can't work with that like you can this information. So I I got the tools and I was able to Oh, you know, find things to avoid frustration, you know, again, which is the emotion of, of not being a alignment from, for, uh, aligned for me. And so I learned different things to focus on. So now when these plateaus come, like right now <laughs> that I'm currently in, I know I need to look back at the lessons learned since the last plateau I had. I need to recharge, prepare for explosive growth again. And I don't know when it will come, but I'll be ready. And I'm not down on myself thinking, oh, I suck because things aren't improving as fast as they I'd like. You know, I'm not racking in the cash at the rate in which I'd like. And being OK with that keeps my actions in check, keeps me from making mistakes in my trading. I know I, I can look right now and tighten up my plan and get ready for explosive growing. And I cannot say, you know, what? well, it's just the market. Because I know myself. So no matter what's going on in the market, I can blame the market. Oh, things are down. You know, the profits aren't as big because of the market. But I can take ownership because I can't control the market. So as much as that we can, as much as we can own, that's as much as we can change. So do you see how, you know, at this point that natural flow of life could cause me to be down on myself and leave opportunities? But now I'm aware I can persevere and continue on. So I look back and, and well, let me tell you how you can do it. Look back on your last few jobs. Look back on your last few relationships, even your education experience. Think about the last coaching program you, you brought, you bought, uh, maybe a, a trading class you took. How did you perform? Did you learn slow and, and steadily improve? Did you lose focus quickly, then go hard a little bit later? Did you go hard for a month and get tired out, have to change to something new? Take an honest look back, right? Did the relationship start off slow and build up? Were you passionately in love and then hated the person? So take an honest look 
and start to work with it. Maybe you can change it, but if you work within it for the time being, that's going to be the quickest route to overcoming. Because again, it's not you, it's something that you're experiencing. So, you know, back to the car metaphors I always use. If you know that you can go 100 miles on a tank of gas, when you get to 90 miles, you can start preparing to stop. You can start looking for exits. You can refuel versus having no clue and ending up on the side of the road with no fuel. Does that make sense? So you can look back and figure this out. And that's the easy way. Just look at your experience. Now, if you want to go the human design route, definitely harder, right? I want to say that again. It's a harder way to find out. Um, but if you have some extra bit of time and the, the mental capacity to do that, then go for it. But again, it, it's not something that's easily absorbed from my experience and what most uh, teachers in that realm say. But if you do want to go that route, um, do this. So look up your human design and find out your type. And you want to find out the strengths and the limitations of your type. Then you want to find your human design authority. It's called authority. So your human design type and your human design authority. And then find the strengths and the limitations of your authority. Now, it's going to be an overwhelming amount of information. But if you start with the strengths and the limitations of your type and your authority, and you merge that with looking back on your life experience, you're going to be able to, to find out your learning curve from that. And um, I think that will be really helpful for you. You know, and I might make a, maybe between this season, I'll make a YouTube video on your learning curve. I think that's a great topic. So the next thing I want to talk about is micro daily goals to stay on track. So I just told you that I experienced these plateaus um, and some plateaus before I understood what was going on. I could feel frustrated. I could feel like I was on the wrong path, um, like I didn't know you know, where the goal was, um, like I didn't know what I needed to do from day to day. I could feel like I was just, you know, um, taking action and trading without purpose. And you may not experience a, a plateau, but you may experience some of those same feelings. And what helps me stay on track is daily micro goals. Now, this isn't a an action step that's going to make you feel better, but it's going to keep you moving forward on the path. You know, a lot of times we have to act despite emotions. We should always adhere to our emotions in, in, in some right. But in some days, we just have to get it done. No matter how we feel, no matter what we're going through, you know, if we aren't feeling well, it's easy to lose track of the direction that you're moving in. So thoughts are associated with a certain frequency. So every emotion has a thought to its liking. You know, when you're angry, you're upset, you think bad things, you think upset thoughts. You don't necessarily think those things when you're happy. So that proves to us that those thoughts are associated with that frequency of energy. Our goals are also associated with a frequency or an energy. When we don't feel like our goals are possible or we're tired or we're frustrated or discouraged, those thoughts 
of what to do and how easy the goal is to accomplish, they're also eliminated. They're off accompanying the other frequency. So to overcome this and to keep moving forward, you have to have daily micro goals. When you have an overarching goal, something large that you want to do, you need to break this down into things that you can do daily. And what I found best, and I learned this from the mastermind group I joined last year, is that you want to have at least three things that you're going to do. Three or less. They say if you have more than three, you have none. So you want to focus on three major things to accomplish every day to get you closer to your goals. Best practice is writing these things down before bed so you can marinate on the strategies and accomplish them. You know, and ultimately you want to try to get these things done before noon. You know that that book, Eat the Frog. Um, says you want to do the toughest things in the morning, set yourself up for success the rest of the day while you have, you know, maximum energy and your your willpower isn't as drained. And you've heard me talk about that before, but that is truly something that's helped me over the season just as much as knowing my learning curve. You know, when you're an entrepreneur, when you're on the goal journey, it's easy to spin your wheels for a couple days and then it turns into a couple weeks and then a few months and you just end up wanting to quit because you're like, man, where am I going? What's the purpose? I can't see the forest because of all these trees. And I don't even know where the goal is. What is the point? But when you have that overarching goal and you're visualizing your future self and you're taking daily actions to move you forward, You're going to get results. Now, depending on what that daily action is, it can be repetitive, right? Like working out. I'm going to do the same workout every day. Or it could be dynamic. And you say, you know what? I'm going to build off of something that I accomplished today. I'm going to take the next step tomorrow. Either way, three tasks daily. It's going to help you move forward as you experience the ups and downs and the emotions of life. And the challenges as well. And the last thing I want to talk about is a huge takeaway. And this is taking time to process and not overhauling change. So I want to talk about sanity. I'm going to take a quick drink here. And this is... This is just me closing out the the season from my heart. You know, the first thing is, is we, you, I, we have to unplug sometimes. We have to ensure our thoughts are our own. It's easy these days to find a group of enemies as well as like-minded people on specific things or general world issues. And then we stay in that bubble. And I'm not saying change bubbles, but that can give you perspective. I'm saying when we fight against something, we also fight forward. Our attention is used to create what others want. The topics on the news, they're there for a reason. The shows are there for a reason. They demand your focus. And you may not, you know, understand this, but the battle front 
on earth is for the attention of humans. You know, so every so often you need to withdraw your currency from the matrix and you're paying it with your attention. That's why they call it paying attention. Take a weekend fishing trip, a day without electronics, no morning without the news, a, a month without media, without TV, a dinner with just conversation. This will help you see that line that's currently blurred of who you are versus the collective thought. So, yes, we all are one. We all are, are in this frequency, like we're like the fish in this environment. And we live in this environment so much that if we leave, if we go underwater, if we go into space, we have to take this environment with us, right? You have to have a space suit in the upper atmosphere, or if you're in water, you got to have that the diving suit. So our environment and us, we're one. But we all channel in different frequencies, different ideas, different ways to love that are beneficial to the whole and to the planet. And you can't do your part of adding value to the world if your thoughts are caught up in the thoughts of a, a larger group. Even if you feel aligned with that larger group, you have to disconnect some time for some time. What you, you know, when you unplug, you'll be able to see a, a difference clearly. You'll You'll start thinking about Things that are more natural to you. So I started, you know, focusing on like food prep stuff. Like there's going to be a food shortage in late 2019. And I could have done, you know, more in this time. Um, but it's it's been an issue that's been on my mind, right? Something that I've been taking, you know, steps towards. And I got on Instagram yesterday, which I haven't been on in a while. And one of the channels that I, I frequently tune into was talking about the food shortage being right around the corner. And I was immediately filled with this fear about this situation happening. And I realized that being separate from that fear when I wasn't tuned into that medium was beneficial for me. So look, if you have fears, get prepared. If you hate a certain issue uh, or have a certain political view, vote. Join the city council, but don't day to day subject yourself to that same energy. Unplug for your sanity. I prepared back then, but if all this time I was steadily. Food's going to go out, food's going to go out every single day. What would that do for me? Take action or don't like they say, poop or get off the pot. And so the next thing on the topic of, of sanity is about changing. You know, throughout the 90 plus episodes of this Trading Ascension podcast, I provided a lot of tips and tricks and action steps to make changes in your life. And I want to say just like, you know, I promote in trading, it's important that you're making one or just a few changes at a time. Even for someone like me who loves, you know, to, to grow and to change things and find things to fix and live in the intangible. Um, I want to do that in a limited matter, not at the same time. 
even with my personality, I'd still go insane. If you tried to overhaul your entire life, you're going to run into a lot of unnecessary issues. You know, while you're in earth, on earth, I should say, in this third dimension, you have to stay somewhat tethered to this dimension in some way, or you could possibly go insane. Now, my point is, is that if you're vigilant like me on making changes, vigilant like me, um, make sure that you're changing a few things at a time. And then moving on to the next thing. And you're not putting yourself in a position where you don't know who you are because all in one, you're just trying to, you know, change everything in your life. A lot of times that comes from a, a lack of gratitude of what is right now. And we all have a lot of blessings in our life. We don't need to overhaul things. And if we do, we have to do it, you know, smart and strategically. Because when we're changing, there's a road in between. There's the old us, there's the path, and then there's the new us. That path is filled with tough decisions that will allow us to either continue moving on or go backwards. You know, in the Bible, they call that place the, the desert. You know, the people that left Egypt, Israelites, they were struggling. I guess I always get it backwards, the Hebrews at that point. They were struggling. Some were saying, oh, it was better in slavery back in Egypt in that story. Some were saying, we're never going to get to the promised land. So in that in-between place, there's a lot of lessons to be learned. And it's painful if you have your entire life in the desert. Everything's in shambles. So I encourage you as you, you know, if you're like me, you like to aggressively strive for your goals on a daily basis, I want you to really hold on to the joy of being your future self today, but make small, effective changes in your life that you can move forward on. You know, perfection, it isn't the goal. So when you're removing things and not adding things to yourself, you're going to be, I won't, I'll say replacing Right When you're removing things and not replacing them, there's going to be that, that lull. And usually in those vacuums, the old habits rush back in and it's overwhelming. We're snapped back into position. We thought we were changing and then all of a sudden we're pulled back into those old terrible habits. And you have to remember perfection, if there is any, is a process of removing things. It's not adding things to yourself. You're polishing yourself. You're taking things away. And if we get misconstrued on that outlook and we want to just add new things to our life, we can end up having too many parts of ourselves in the desert. Die of thirst and heat out there. And, you know, this has been an incredible journey this season. Um, the Mastermind Group has a few more seats. The Three Pillars of Trading Improvement free webinar is out. Threepillars.tradingascension.com, the number three. Um, and that provides exactly how to get better as a trader. And it also talks about the mastermind structure and how it works. So you can implement it for yourself or you can join me on the path if you you know want to do that. So thank you for supporting me 
I always do my my very best to cherish the gift of your attention with value and direct source energy for your benefit. I love you all, my my trading ascension family. And we'll be back on Sunday the 29th for season five. It's going to be incredible. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. This show was really fun to create, and I'm blessed to be positioned to discuss these topics with you. Um, If you enjoyed and if you benefited from our time together, give this podcast a positive vote, a like, or whatever the platform that you're listening on provides, and I'd really appreciate that. Share this podcast with a trader that you want to see grow into success. And then check out TradingAscension.com for blogs on the trading mindset and trading psychology. You can reach me there as well. Don't miss out on the free trading psychology course. There is nothing like it, and it will no doubt enhance your trading business and results. Now, you'll find videos and links to the masterclass on the website, tradingascension.com. So go get it now. And last thing, remember to be the hero of your story.